When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Who would throw that away? I'm Mike Datsami. Hello, everyone. <laughs> That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Tommy was busy watching TV, a little delayed reaction there. But we are back, and we are together again, which is rare, I feel like, nowadays. But we're, Two in a row. Yeah. I know. This is, uh, this well, is Kevin installed a, a TV in our studio, so we're watching baseball right now. Yes. Yeah. But, Kevin, real quick... What is our kin token update? I believe last time it was at eighty seven, which was up from a low of eighty four. Reminder: Kevin invested three hundred dollars into a random thereabouts. Yeah, what do you mean thereabouts? Is it more? It was. It was around three hundred. I don't remember the exact number, but it, you get like you lose a lot of money in like transaction fees and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, the current balance, uh, not a not a good. Not a good week. Uh, $72.64. Oh, we have a new low. That's a that's a precipitous drop there yeah, from 87. Down 18% in the last week. Dang. Dang. You're so close to being a trillionaire, and now you're down to $72. Yeah. But as uh, Drake says, started from the bottom. I just don't know where here is. Now Now I'm here. If the bottom is $300. Well, so I'm at the bottom. He's at, so here. 72 well, is the bottom. The bottom. Well, I'm starting there now. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't think... know where I'm going. What here. happens when you're like at sixty dollars next week? <laughs> yeah, I guess that'll be the new bottom. <laughs> Start at the bottom and then got worse. Yeah, I think mean, technically the the bottom would be zero, but who knows? Maybe seventy two is the bottom, and we just don't know it. Other than that, I don't really think we have much to uh, discuss before we get into the topic at hand. So, Tommy, what is the topic today? Uh, today we've got a quack question, and I'm uh, very excited, or not a quack question, a Mighty Ducks Minute. Sorry, I'm, I'm watching TV still. <laughs> uh, a Mighty Ducks Minute, and I'm, uh... God damn. <laughs> sorry. Um, we have a Mighty Ducks Minute, and I'm very excited to talk about it, uh, despite my uh, inattentiveness right now. Yeah, so we, I should mention that Kevin and Tommy are both Texas Tech grads. And they are watching the Texas Tech baseball team with a chance to go to the College World Series. Yes. It is the eighth inning, and the team they are playing, Duke, just loaded the bases. That's where you got that goddamn it from. <laughs> but for us at the Mighty Ducks Minute, this is the idea we, again, stole from Star Wars Minute. But there's a lot of minutes out there, so I might just stop saying that. It's, I feel like it's just become in the public realm. It's like now. the Battle Royale game mode. Everyone knows what it is now. Exactly. So, anyway, still shout out to them, but maybe for the last time. And our twist on it is we do random minutes. They go in order. 
we go randomly. Mike loves a good a good random number. I do love a good random number. And today, the old random number generator popped out minute number 28. It's minute 28. So we're going to D1, minute 27 to 28. And this is right after the Hawks lose. We no, get... no, the Ducks lose to the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ducks lose to the Hawks. Thank you. And Well, they weren't even the Ducks yet, right? This is when District 5 lost yes. to the Hawks. Yes, yeah, so District 5 loses to the Hawks. This is Bombay's first game. We get a little piece of Bombay leaving the arena, and then we cut to uh, some of the Ducks in an alley. And that's really kind of all you need to know to set up the clip here. So let's play it for you now. Next five minutes plus the fuck each. Hey guys, fork it over. Forget it, Carp. I can see this every day on MTV. Hey guys, this one's from Minneapolis. Angie, look, it's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now give him a wedgie. That's a good idea, Jesse. Mom, I was just kidding, okay? <laughs> hey! Hi, girls. Does your mommy know you have dad? Nah. She's busy with the mailman. Out of my great bathroom reading. It's mine, you jerk. I found it. You don't even know what to do with it, wuss breath. Can't let him call you wuss breath. No! Hey! Hey! All right. Interesting minute. I have a lot of thoughts, but we'll we'll open up the floor here first. Any initial impressions from the minute here um it's a pretty good minute it's it's uh, a lot is going on um some some typical hijinks um by the by the d5 crew at this point um the the clothing's good as always <laughs> yeah so i think that's always one of my favorite parts when we do these um yeah that's my snap reaction i think this um this minute really is kind of like a microcosm of the Mighty Ducks, the movie. You've got, you know, the ducks getting into their shenanigans. Then you've got these evil preppy hawks all dressed. And they're all wearing like turtlenecks underneath their hawk their hawk garb. And they've got these very nice rollerblades. These very, you know, uh, very nice haircuts. They just look like a bunch of, like a few d bags. Yeah. Do you and think then, they wear those everywhere? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, they want everyone to know that they're hawks. Uh, and then you have Fulton comes to bail them out at the end. Yeah, um, I think it's just a very much like this is like the Mighty Ducks minute. I think. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, strong words from Tommy there. So if you were just listening to audio and had no idea what was happening, this is the point in the documentary where the Ducks find the Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions, and uh, the Hawks come take them, throw har- throw. I almost said harp, throw carp to the ground. And then they look like they're about to fight. And then right at the end, we see the footsteps of Fulton. Or we see the feet of Fulton walking up. And that's where the minute cuts off. Uh, at the beginning of the minute there, Averman brings up a good point. Who would throw these away? Who would throw Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions away? Quick quick duck call to Ashley Montana, who was the, the cover model. Yes. <laughs> I did look that up. 1991. 
Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Hmm. Who would throw them away? Um, I mean, I guess it could have been like the back of a bookstore where they just had to recycle them or something. It is winter, yeah. and I don't know. When does the edition come out? Summer? I think it's like maybe April-ish. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, I mean. Eighth grade me would know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they had, I mean, you know, 200 copies just sitting yeah. there. That, that was a lot of copies. Of yeah. That. Like, it, I don't know what that would be like from. Like, I, even a bookstore where they have that many copies? I don't know. I mean, maybe I guess for the swimsuit edition, that kind of stays on the shelves. Yeah, that's like around. something you'd keep on the stand for a yeah. while. Yeah, unless it was like a shipment that got lost or had been being delivered or somewhere. Or they stole it. Yeah, to like some distribution place. And it was just like out on the porch. And they're like, oh, this is trash. But it's not. Now, after that, Carp sort of takes charge here, starts charging people for looks and whatnot and then peter sort of just jumps in the business with carp (laughs) everybody else is like has to play has to pay and peter's like yeah you guys you have to pay him yeah i think they're talking about charging other people no he's he's carp's like first looks free yeah yeah and then so like carp is claiming ownership of all 200 magazines (laughs) yeah because Averman's like, I could see this on MTV. Also, interesting business model to rent the time as opposed to just selling the magazines. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Maybe. Well, I guess they don't want anyone to get the magazines and then like sell them themselves. Yeah. Or yeah. like sell their own time. It's kind of like Netflix before Netflix. Yeah. Probably. I was going to say, it's innovative business move. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Hmm. kind of liked it. So then the Hawks come, obviously, and some interesting insults from the hawks there uh does your mommy know what you or does what, your mommy know you have that you have that yeah and there's no she's busy with the mailman <laughs> i thought that was like a very um like when did that joke stop being a joke like i feel like it was long before this and like it's like a it's like a weird thing is this like a deleted scene where it's like carp's dad is actually like is the mailman or something like that <laughs> like his real dad is the mailman that would put a twist on it yeah no i think it's like an old-timey like insult but it's something that you'd hear in like the sandlot not in 1991 or 1994 when did the sandlot come out well, but well the, no the sandlot is the, the, the oh, setting yeah, is like 60s or whatever yeah. i see what you're saying or late 50s i don't know 60s yeah yeah and then bang says this is a great bathroom reading and then i think it's mcgill who says you don't even know what to do with it with breath why did bang say that <laughs> like what is he trying to say he's like... he's into jerking off oh, yeah they're both like he and <laughs> mcgill are implying masturbation well, yeah. yeah so my question is like did any of them cross the line there because i feel like the mailman joke was a little harsh but i guess you are the hawks so yeah that I mean, that was by far the the most hard hitting of the insults. Like wuss breath is kind of a dumb insult. Yeah, and then um, and then Peter saying to Carp, like, of course, just egging him on. <laughs> You're gonna let him call you wuss breath. Peter's a terrible friend. Yeah. yeah, and we've talked about that before. We talked about this moment before where Peter eggs him on, and we don't. Yeah, just a uh, poor form by him. But my question is, so Carp goes solo. He pulls like a Leroy Jenkins and just goes <laughs> in on his own, and then they throw him. And then the minute really ends with like a standoff between the ducks and the hawks. Like, oh, who's going to like, you guys want to fight? And at that point, I mean, even without Carp, it's six on three. I I also want to point out that the hawks, you know, are in rollerblades. 
I think oh. it would be very, very tough for them to be fighting in an alley in rollerblades. Agreed. There's no way they can get any traction, obviously. Now, you could argue that they could, like, be quick or whatever and maybe do a quick hit and run. But, I mean, they've kind of, like, are cornering them, essentially. They could just, if you get a hold of them and just, like, spin them around, Throw he's going a down. stick in front of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like in Big Daddy. Goddamn yeah. stick. <laughs> yeah, so it's, with Cart, it's seven on three. And, as Tommy mentions, the Hawks are in rollerblades. Why don't the do- the Ducks, who seem like this rough-and-tumble team, they seem like they've probably been in a few street scraps, especially for, like, kids' scraps, not necessarily, like, bar fights. But you figure they would have a shot at, at taking three Hawks right there. Why not just go after them? Um, I, I feel like it's an intimidation factor more than anything, like, they're in their head. Yeah, they just kick like, their ass on the on the ice. I mean, the Hawks are like Tiger at the height of his career, where he was just like in everybody's head, and they were scared of him. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, yeah, as we mentioned, Fulton comes, and then I could see McGill also being like have a reputation for just kicking the shit out of kids for fun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> can, that... can we pull up a side by side height uh, comparison for? Um, the Hawks, is it, is it Banks and McGill that he walks up behind or who is it? It's, it's Banks and, um, Larson and Larson. Larson. Yeah. I mean, they, they make it seem like Fulton is towering yeah, over that's... them, <laughs> like four feet taller than them. That's so I would, I'd like... really like to see them actually. And they're on rollerblades too. Yeah. Like, um, so I would like to see the actual size differences between those three. Cause I would imagine they're about the same height. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause it's it does... also interesting. Like the. In like the ten seconds after the minute, Fulton like growls. <laughs> it's like, which mm. is obviously you know added in, but it is, so it's very much intimidation. Yeah, but by sort of the logic, by the camera angles, yeah, you would figure if Banks and McGill are like I don't know, like five five or something like that, Fulton would be like six three <laughs> as like a thirteen yeah. year old. So yeah, that's a good point there. Uh, Kevin, you talked about the clothing. Mm-hmm. Anybody stick out in particular there? Uh, well, I always particularly loved uh, uh, Jesse. Mm-hmm. I like his his very nineties, like nineties to a T. Um, he's always probably my favorite. Whenever we do these, um, he always has that like weird like triangle <laughs> pattern, and um, so that was the one that popped out to me. And then also the Hawks like ridiculous j- puffy jackets. Yeah. So Jesse is in like a yellow sort of poncho looking thing, and then he's got like a rainbow hat. Yeah. It's got a lot of nice texture in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It does look nice. It does look nice. Uh, Tommy, did any, anybody else stick out? Um, I always I thought Terry was wearing an enormous scarf. Like it's way too wide for like a normal scarf. Also, Carp's hat is just I, very I was funny. I say Carp's hat too. <laughs> and it yeah, looks like, like he's got pins. some pins in yeah. it. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I don't know what the pins are. Yeah, Michael put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll try to zoom in on those pins and see what I can figure out. But yeah, he looks like a, it's like a hat from like an old war veteran. Yeah, yeah. That, it's that, like his know, grandpa's he, hat or something. He looks like he is like sixty years old. Yeah, he's like a Soviet <laughs> stuck era. in like a twelve year old's yeah. body. I guess he's poor, so maybe that's like a a goodwill find or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, an army surplus store. Yeah, yeah. So. Tommy, you spent a lot of time. We watched the we watched the minute a few times as Tommy really broke down Peter Mark 
Uh, explain to us what you were looking at there. Okay, so of course in our in our um, you know vast preparation for this minute, you know we watched the minute several times, um, and so um, Peter takes the uh, gets the magazine and then he takes a dig at Guy. He opens it and he goes, "Oh, there's you know a girl from Minneapolis in here. Hey, Guy, look, it's your mom." And then you know they start chasing. It's all in good fun. However, if you look at it, um. He says, hey, Guy, look, it's your mom. They cut away from Peter and then go to Guy to get his reaction. But when he starts to say, look, it looks as if, like, he's like, looks, Guy, it's your mom. It looks as if they dubbed over, it's your mom. Like, he actually said something else and they oh. added in, it's your mom. Hmm. And you can't quite tell what it is, but, like, by looking at his mouth, you could see that he's not about to say your mom because, like, it has a very distinctive shape of, the, of your mouth. And I wonder if he the original line was, look, it's Connie. Oh. Uh, interesting. And I oh, wonder if they I dubbed think we need over to get that. Steve Brill on the horn. Yeah. We're going to have to call up Steve Brill again. Um, yeah, I'll put the gif of Peter saying that in the show notes. See if we have any professional or amateur lip readers out there. Uh, Kevin is fist pumping. Texas Tech has just scored another run in the eighth inning. Yeah. Eighth inning. They're now at five to two. So it looks like. If all all goes well, Texas Tech is going to be making an appearance in the College World Series. So congratulations to them. I mean, it's over already, basically, so might as well do it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at this Peter thing. And the thing is, it's like, if you, it would make sense if he said Connie for a couple of reasons. That would be like more insulting, I think. Yeah. Um, And also, Guy is the only one. Mama jokes are are tough. Mama jokes are always great. But it's also like, you know, so I guess does Guy have like a hot young mom or something? I don't know. And but anywho, he's the only one who does not grab the magazine. And so I wonder if he's like, oh, I've got a girlfriend. I can't be looking at magazines of other women. <laughs> mm. The Connie thing makes sense because after uh, Peter says that, he like runs off, and the entire team comes and like beats on him. Like they all <laughs> team up on him. And I was wondering, like, does Peter not have any friends on the team there that would be like, that would at least hang back? But like, Charlie's in on him, Jesse, Terry, Gee, they're all in on him. Oh, I thought I got it very much as like a roughhousing kind of thing. And one of them yells like, "Give him a wedgie," which is like, I don't know, very nineties. Yeah. When but, did wedgies stop being a thing? I don't know. Maybe they still are a thing. Yeah. Any uh-huh. young readers or any young listeners? I don't know why I said readers. <laughs> I'm looking at books right now. Um, any young listeners? I don't know. I think one person in our survey put that he was, or she was 14 or 16, one of the two. It was like very young. I don't know if that was like a typo or anything. So maybe we have a a young listener and I'm sure we have some kids with, or some listeners with kids. So maybe they're in the wedgie stage. I don't know how old these kids would be, but, uh, yeah, if wedgies are still a thing. Let us know. What's interesting is in the Little Giants, one of the nerdy kids gets a wedgie as well. Mm. And so I guess it's very, I think it's like a 90s, like stereotypical nerd thing. Yeah. And I think it's like very easy to like visually pull that off in a movie. And yeah. like, you know, it's very obvious that what is happening, you know. You guys ever get wedgies? I don't think I ever got a wedgie. Unless like my brother or something gave me one when, when we were young, but I, I don't recall it. Yeah, I don't think so. I had two older brothers and a sister, so <laughs> I got my fair share of wedgies. I got um, more noogies than wedgies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did not get a lot of noogies. I, I would get some, but not a lot. Hmm. 
So, yeah, maybe that's the divide there. My my brother and sister used to always make fun of my ears because they were... Luckily, my head grew into them a little bit. <laughs> um, but I, th- they were huge whenever I was a kid relative mm. to my head. And, I can uh, see that, yeah. Uh, they used to call me Dumbo, and that nice. that was really hurtful. You know? So I, my sister's probably listening to this, so uh, fuck you for <laughs> calling me Dumbo. Wow. Wow, we might have to get her on the pod to hash this out. I yeah, feel like that's there's not some a good idea. <laughs> unresolved feelings about this. Uh, Kevin's comment reminds me of another great uh, show, uh, Smart Guy. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Jesus Smart Guy. Smart guy. Yeah, Taj Maori. And there's one episode where I guess they're talking about body image. And um, TJ is like really self conscious about his ears. And he's like, oh, maybe I can get a pin back or whatever. And uh, I, that always stuck with me. I was like, because I never thought someone would be self-conscious about their ears. Yeah. But after that episode, I was like, wow, yeah, it does, you know, you know, he does look kind of weird with those ears. <laughs> my uh, my sister still, every time she sees me, asks me if I ever got my ears pinned back. And then I, I tell her no, because it's my head just grew. Yeah. You know, the my head grew a lot. Yeah. I have a big head. And what, what insult do you throw back at her? Um, I don't know. It kind of depends on how angry I am with her, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like your ears are proportional to your head now. Thanks, Mike. That's the nicest thing you've ever yeah, said. To they me. might actually be a little small for your head. <laughs> <laughs> your head overcompensates. <laughs> All right. So, do we have anything else before we go into MVPs here? Uh, it's just a great minute. It is a really, it, it's a really good minute. Um, do we know what that spread is? That Ashley Montana or? Ashley Montana is that her name? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, I think she got married. Her when I looked it up, it was Ashley Richardson. But yeah, um, is that when like oh, the spread? The yeah, the spread I when Peter opens it. I do not know. I don't know if, if I can. If anybody find that can online. dust off their 1991 copy of the yeah. swimsuit edition and let us know, that'd be nice. Yeah, but yeah, you can clearly see it's like a yellow background that Peter pulls up. So I'm sure it's on a beach. Yeah. So I, I I really hope uh she like has like a Google news alert set up and she gets a bunch of notifications tomorrow that some Mighty Ducks podcast is mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to have her on. Yeah. That'll be our second sports illustrated model that we've had yeah. on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So let's go to the MVPs of the minute. Uh does anyone want to go first here? Um I'll go uh I'll say Carp because I mean without him the scene wouldn't have happened, you know. He he got the magazines and he also tried to take on the, the Hawks That's by true. himself and his shitty friends did not jump in and help him. I have to agree with Kevin, but I want It's wanna... really hard to make Carp the MVP. <laughs> I want to throw an LVP. Oh, Ooh. and I want to say Charlie because he adds nothing to. Yeah, any that's of these true. Scenes. He's like non-existent. Yeah, I'm not sure he has any lines. It's just kind of like, all right, Charlie, you're just reacting in all these shots. Like, do nothing here. You know, just look. You know, worried when Carp rushes the the Hawks or whatever. But I think Carp is is the runaway MVP. Um, I think Peter might get an honorable mention from the standpoint as he's featured and he is essentially the antagonist. Um, you know, he's. They're watching baseball again. If, if you're again. wondering why Tommy just stopped in the middle of his sentence, uh, Texas Tech just scored another run. They're up six to two now. So just uh, might as well close. The, just stop the game. Yeah, it's over. Um, mercy rule. And if they score six more, a little mercy, right? Don't they ten run mercy rule? And 
I don't know about in the Super Regionals. Maybe. I don't know. But anywho, um, yeah, Peter, I think, gets because he's the antagonist. He antagonizes uh, Guy and then Carp. And so, really, he's the one who's kind of like, you know, the, the devil in the air, if you will. But yeah, I think it's Carp. Jesse wins best dress, though. There yeah, you go. I think we can all agree on that. What about you, Mike? What, is, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I was I was considering Peter, as Tommy said, just because he does sort of escalate things. I think McGill also escalates things just by how mean he is. He also uh, is part of the two-man crew that throws Carp into some trash, some boxes. I think it's just trash. Um, but what if they threw him into the wall and he just cracks his skull? <laughs> they could go to prison. Yeah. Be or juvie. I'm still amazed that none of the ducks jumped in to help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it says a lot about Carp's status on the team. Like, they all just, like, sat back and were like, oh, gross, he's in trash. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's got to be Carp just for the reasons you've mentioned. But that is a good point about it. None of his teammates come up at all. None, they, like, think about coming to his defense but don't really come to his defense. And it takes Fulton coming up behind for the, the Hawks to really sort of get their medicine there. So, Without Fulton, I think they just what skate away and then they feel good about themselves. So, yeah. yeah so I'm giving it to Carp. Just a, a sweep for Carp here. Probably the only MVP award he's ever going to win. Uh, I agree with that. Charlie is the least valuable player here. He is the second man in when they all corner Peter, and then he's sort of in the background even of the ducks when they're sort of having that standoff with the Hawks. So just nothing really added to the scene other than his boyish good looks. So with that, uh, you can let us know what you think or who you think is the MVP of this minute, but I think it's pretty clear. So let's just move on to the quack question here. If you're a new listener, you ask us questions on Twitter, Facebook, email, carrier pigeon, uh, What's that thing Mark Cuban had? Cyberdust? Cyberdust. <laughs> yeah. Is that still around? I don't, I don't think know. so. Uh, anything, yeah. Just get them to us. We pick the best ones. We try to answer them. Kevin, wh- who has the quack question today? Uh, so today's quack question comes from Chris Garland, who's at CJGJMG on Twitter. That's a very confusing Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, oops, sorry. Just wiped through. Um did Fulton start the rumor of having a football scholarship so people would get off his back about playing hockey? When Bombay asked him, he said he he said people talk don't mean nothing. So did he have offers or not? That's a great question. Yeah. Good theory here from Chris. Longtime quack. I feel like he's been a quack question winner. I, I don't guess, think I've ever before. said that handle before. I'm pretty sure you C- have. Maybe he CJ changed it. MJ or CJGJ. I'm pretty sure you have. I'll look it up, though. Anyway. I mean the evidence is there. Like he Fulton Fulton kinda is all political about it when Bombay asked him straight out. He's like, Well, people talk and sort of sidesteps around the answer. So maybe, yeah, they're like, Oh, you you should play hockey, like it's a hockey state, everyone's playing hockey around them, it seems like. So maybe he's like, Yeah, I can't be involved in this, so I'm just gonna uh yeah, I'm just gonna make up these rumors about scholarships. But because the, he can't skate, that's why he would make up the rumors. So yeah. it does make sense. Well, I was gonna say I mean, he obviously enjoys the game of hockey because he goes to the games and stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't That's know if true. the theory holds up that he, like, he didn't want to play hockey. I think you he, know what I mean, 
I think he did, but he just didn't know how to skate, and he didn't want to be embarrassed about yeah, it. Yeah, at this point, he's got this you know tough guy image. It's like in Hey Arnold, where Gerald. <laughs> it's been a while. We haven't a Hey Arnold reference. Yeah, in a while. there's an episode where Hey, Ar- where in Hey Arnold, where Gerald um, doesn't know how to ride a bike, um, and so they're like getting ready for like this big race, and they're all talking about like riding their bikes, whatever. And I guess they're just like, oh, blah blah blah, Gerald. And of course, Gerald's the best athlete. And so it's just like, oh, he's good at everything. Are you ride your bike? And he's just like, nah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And and then I guess Arnold corners him about it. And then he's got to go practice. And so he's practicing on like his like little sister's bike or something with training wheels. Um, and so he's very embarrassed because Harold sees him on it. And then Harold, of course, spreads all these rumors. And then Gerald ends up winning the race, I believe. And Harold's bike had like flat tires and shit. It was very, very strange. <laughs> Did you ever watch the new the new movie? No, I haven't seen yet? it yet. Well, I think it came out like, like a year ago. Out. Yeah, okay. it was supposedly about Arnold's parents. What happened to them? Right? I yeah. don't remember. I just remember seeing the trailer and saying, "Oh, Tommy will be very excited." <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this before, like right when the new Hey Arnold movie was coming out, and it had come out then. So I think it's been out for a while. I bet you I could find all the Hey Arnold episodes on YouTube. I found all the Recess episodes on YouTube. Oh, a few months ago, I was getting ready for Halloween. <laughs> It was T.J. Detweiler. It was T.J. Detweiler for yeah. Halloween. So Michael put that in the show notes. <laughs> I'll have to find a picture. It was a good one. It was very good. Yeah. It was a very good costume. You, what were you? You were a you were a beanie baby or something. That was you? two years ago. That was two years ago. I don't remember. I don't think I was anything last year. I think I couldn't make it to the party for some reason. Was it a Friday night? It might have been. Oh, it was a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. it might have been. Yeah. So. And Kevin was Marty McFly, which is he is every year. <laughs> yes. It's a literally timeless costume. Yeah. I was Doug Funny for like three years in college straight. So You're who? Doug Funny. From Doug. Oh. That's his last name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Doug Funny, Patty Mayonnaise. Skeeter Valentine. <laughs> Skeeter Valentine. I couldn't yeah. think of that. Uh Chalky Studebaker. Wow. What about Roger? Did he Roger Klotz. Klotz. Deep is... cut here. Nice. Yeah. Doug was a good show, and then he went to like Disney and changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, went to yeah. ABC Family. Yeah, yeah or and then his like sleeves got a little longer. It was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. One, uh, t- one time we were gonna be uh, Doug and Skeeter for Halloween, um, but we couldn't find yellow pants anywhere. Like, because I was gonna be Skeeter, and it was just impossible to find yellow pants. In, you, that's in something the you had to plan months in advance. Yeah, we're, we like went like the day of <laughs> yeah. looking for a green sweater vest and and yellow pants. How did you find? Where did you find your sweater vest, Mike? Did you just cut it or something? Or Salvation Army. Yeah, yeah. Always, I found I found a great one at Salvation Army. It looked exactly that's, like Doug. Where I got my Marty McFly stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So back to the question here, <laughs> uh, Fulton Reed. The question I have is, he would have to play football though, right? Like he couldn't just make this up without actually playing football. Like they would know that he doesn't play football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so unless he was like new in town and he like started that rumor, we, I don't know if we ever really have any clarity. On I that. think I think he must play football because it's like, oh, he only plays football. It's like he's an established football player. Yeah, so he's an established football player, and then he, I guess, has got to be pretty good because they think he's getting scholarships to high schools or colleges. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he's on that track anyway. And it sort of started feeling like, even if it's not necessarily like said outright, he's not going to play because of football. But I'm, but then that sort of goes back to his deep love of hockey, which he shows up to all the games and stuff like that. So I would, yeah. So I think Chris here is onto something. 
Like, Fulton is good and might have a chance for the scholarships, but he doesn't really have any promises at this point. But he does start the rumor because he's embarrassed that he doesn't know how to skate. Yeah. Elaborate. Uh, I could see that. To avoid learning how to skate. Yeah, well, well, it's probably like a... Oh, Fulton, you know, big guy like you, why don't you play hockey in the offseason? It's probably like, oh, I just play football. It's like, oh, no, it's the offseason. Why don't you play hockey? It's like, oh, instead of saying, I don't know how to skate, which he thinks people would be like, oh, what are you, some kind of, you know, wisp breath? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm you know, I'm concentrating on football and, you know, I I, I don't want to get hurt playing hockey because, you know, football is my ticket out of here or something, which would be like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. So maybe it's not even Fulton then. Maybe he says something like that and people just sort of take that and run with it and say like, oh, he's focusing on football. Oh, he's got scholarships. Yeah. He's got that. So, yeah, maybe it's yeah, just – Yeah, people talk don't mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's how it, how it starts. It's one sort of thing leads to another there. So does he start it? No, but he's he's complicit. He's complicit in the, the – He's Rumor. not going to correct anyone yet. Exactly. So there is your answer, Chris. That was that was a good quiet question. I enjoyed it. Um, for us, thequackattack.com, go there and contact us. You can send us emails. And for Twitter, at QuackAttackPod on Twitter, facebook.com slash QuackAttackPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us who is the... Number the runner-up MVP for the Bunny Ducks Minute. Go to Amazon, click through the link, buy your stuff. We appreciate it. It helps a lot. Go to the shop, get your summer gear, and remember, Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ain't no turning back. Got to be-